Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. You can keep talking. Welcome to a new episode of Spears and Steinberg coming to you from Philadelphia. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, how you doing, Mick? He's confused. It's confused. It's confused. It's confused. by Duke. He, he say, Tommy does promises every young fighter that comes along. He don't care about you, Tommy. He don't care about me, neither. Yeah. You know, I got to do that, man. We in motherfucking Rocky Town, baby. Uh, one day I want to, one day I want to, uh, put up actual quotes from Rocky movies and have me do it. And then you play the actual audio and see if people could tell the difference. See who is who? Yeah. Because I'm telling you, that's one of those where I proudly stick my chest out a little bit uh, that I think uh, I do when I'm in the zone and in pocket. I'm fucking there. <clears throat> like that scene in uh, that Rocky Five where Tommy Morrison, a.k.a. the Duke, drives off from Rocky's Christmas. Kind of bullshit Christmas party at his house. And as he's driving away, that's where he's saying to him, he don't care about you, Tommy. He don't care about me, Nita. The way he says Nita. Yeah. I'm telling. I'm on point. So I'd like to see what the fans think about that. It's your it's your face you make though too. Yeah, you got to make it. It's like the, the equivalent the, to yeah. Shaq's eyes, right? Yeah, but Sylvester the, Stallone's lips is Shaq's eyes. Yeah, but it, it's on point. You did it uh, last night. You did a a really good version of it last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the crowd was. Uh, sometimes you forget. I mean, you might not, but since I haven't done the road as long, uh-huh. you forget. Here we uh, go. I love it. It's how? Coming. How? No. How the? How? Um, certain things are amplified in a city that that it came from. Right. Like I for, like I have the joke that I did where I bring up something that happened here with Starbucks, mm-hmm. and that joke just goes to a different level because we're here in Philly. Did it happen here in Philly? Yeah. I did not know that. So that uh, that that takes it up a little bit. And when you do the Rocky stuff, they're all there, you know. I did the moment. That's Johnny Carson. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, this is Philly, man. Um, speaking of which, can you you guys can't see it, but me and Andy are both sitting here with uh, Woody's because uh, to be here in Philly after that fucking debacle known as the 
south. <laughs> Fucking Atlanta. Uh, this is great. We, 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 you know, a guy told us, because we had such a bad fucking weekend last week. A guy told us, it was, are we on track? Is it last week or am I throwing shit off? Yeah, it, it, it'll, it'll be right. It'll be, okay. Because yeah. um, me and Andy were both depressed. And he was like, hey, man, y'all just had a bad, a bad day. You know what the good news about having a bad day is? Uh, you got a good day coming. So day is really weak. Um, and being here in Philly, man, what a fucking rebound. If if I can't speak for you, but I always, in my way of sports analogies, I liken it to I I, I had a fucking undefeated twenty five and zero record with twenty two knockouts. <laughs> I took a beating, and now my next fight, I'm knocking this motherfucker's head into the nosebleed sections. What a rebound! If we had to have two weekends in a row like Atlanta, I think me and you would both have jumped out of this twenty two story window. Here at my hotel in Philly, and, and question everything. Uh, it's not so much that I'm even gonna I'm even gonna shit on Atlanta. What I'm gonna say is, oh, dude, you should be taking a big, um, steaming, holding both ass cheeks open with both hands, and all over that goddamn sweet city. Without a doubt, though, the Philly right here, uh, top five places in the country I want to perform. Oh, dude, it, it's we can't even explain to you. I think. Where you'll understand when they say the difference between night and day, I mean literally night and fucking day. From the energy to the club layout to the sound system to the equipment, everything. And the, everything. And the people just getting every tag to the joke, not just the joke, I, not I, just I, the punchline. Just a, a, a higher level of intelligence. Like where when you, when you, you could speak fast. You can articulate. You can enunciate. You we're dealing with chess players here, here in Philly on the East Coast. The South. See, but now country boy, we don't know about that there, boy. What you doing? I ain't about to hold that there, boy. But I can't. Your pussy, nigga. How about the CD war? It, it's just a deeper level of thinking to where you you fucking telling jokes to people who fucking read literature. Uh, but I'm not going to judge a whole city on one club. I will. Because <laughs> it's a club. It was just one section of, of Atlanta. I know, but, you know, the, the roaches are spread out all throughout the house. Yeah. Okay, but... It's I, this kind shit you be on again. When you, when you was in the moment, you, when you was in the moment when you almost got booed, you can't tell me... <laughs> If in in terms of racial terms, and of course I'm being dramatic, and this is my attempted at humor, so don't take it literal. But that's almost like you're the white guy who's done everything right, lived life by the rules, and these niggas came in your house and raped your family, a la Charles Bronson, Death Wish, one, and now you're going niggas. At the moment, I know how you felt. Not saying that's what you felt, but the but the motherfuckers of it. But now that, you know, we're in Philly, you, it's been a week, you, your mood is different, now you, you're about to do that shit you do. No, I'm going to say that at that club, that was that was probably the worst I've ever done as a comic. Take probably out of it. 
Okay, yeah. That you was, hit the mark. That was the worst I've ever done. And I'm not done. saying that to say something about you. No, no, no. I, I'm, and that's, that's fine. It is. It, I, even, even some open mics, even some open mics at bars, at bars that didn't want us there, it, it's, it's comparable to that, if not above it. And, and to come out here, man, it seemed, that, that seems like a year ago. Yeah. Actually, it's so it's so yeah. bad. It seems like yeah. a year ago because it's. I want it to be a distant memory. Listen, our spirits were dead, and then when you come to Philly, it's like that shit they put on you at the hospital where they rub it together and go clear, and your body gets jerked back to life. Uh, I'm, listen, when I walked in the room on Thursday, the diversity is what made did it for me. Just the diversity, and I'm not sitting there saying that has to be the end all be all. Because we do, we do, we've done rooms predominantly black. We've done rooms like Naples, predominantly white. El Paso, predominantly Latin. So it ain't about, you know, oh, it being one demographic that's a problem. But, of course, when your comedy lends itself to everybody, uh, yeah, it's great to have black sprinkled about, white sprinkled about, uh, Asians, Latinos, Indians, Middle Easterns, gays, uh, old, young, and this is what Philly, this is what the East Coast is. Just the diversity of it all, just it just adds to, to the show because it's a melting pot of cultures and ideas and experiences, which just makes it better. Well, you know, and what I like about it, too, is that as we're doing jokes and as we're talking about maybe some factor that has to do with a certain culture uh it brings some tension to the room but good tension like we're right you know people are looking at each other and like yeah is this, you know it, it, there's some good parts to uh to have in a diverse room but philly itself what i like about it is philly doesn't represent uh as a, as uh individual groups when you talk to people about philly they talk about like they're philadelphia they're from philly this is yeah. philly we're philly yeah. And it's not uh, – when, so when you're in a room together, everybody's from Philly. This is Philly. And yeah, that's just a swagger. I, I, for me, the, the word that just sums it all up is swagger. It's just a swagger uh, that just for comedy is just great. Because when you when – you, again, when you're the kind of comic that I know I am in terms of, hey, in your face, ballsy, edgy, uh, no holds barred, don't bite your tongue, don't give a fuck. You know, the people match the style. So it's just, I love it. Uh, which is why, look, dude from Atlanta, he was perfect for that audience. You know, pussy nigga. That's who they are. You know, so. That was a big joke in Atlanta, by the way. Yeah, I'm an making- inside joke one in terms of great writing and material. That's the punchline to a joke. Pussy nigga. So. And they got big laughs. Yeah, big laughs as opposed to some of the stuff that. I threw out there that involved wit uh, uh, and thought uh, and uh, a tad bit of genius. They didn't want no part of that. They wanted pussy nickel. Mine was just wit and thought. I'm not giving myself any genius. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and I'm also glad to be back in Philly because this is one of those spots where, you know, if you like me and, and food is important. Uh, fucking man, the steakhouses, whether it's Ishka Bibbles, Genos, Jims, Pats, I am a fixture 
at Pat's Steakhouse because, and I've said this before proudly, big shout out to Pat's. If you guys ever get around and listening to this, you guys always make sure I keep my money in my pocket when I come down there. I don't have to wait in that fucking line. Uh, but on top of that, it ain't just because I eat for free damn near, but the fucking steaks are phenomenal. I know to a lot of Philadelphians, they'll say that this shit is touristy. Oh, you can't go. They, they frown upon it because they're from here and they've explored every crevice of steakhouses. But uh, motherfucking Pat's is goddamn delicious with the cheese whiz, a little bit of onions, the cheese fries. Oh, goddamn. I, I, I like Pat's. Uh, I mean, when you're with Aries, though, in Philly, you're going to Pat's. I want to experience some of the other places, but I got to be honest. They took such good care of us. There's no reason to go someplace else. Right. Um, and, and you know, the other night, what, what, t- what was today? Sunday, Saturday. You said Friday, technically Saturday morning. I was fucked up. Yeah, you were fucked yeah, I hadn't. It was one oh, of the most man. fucked up I've I, I actually ever seen you. Let me tell you something. I, 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 I remember ordering an Uber and then waking up in my room. Everything between, I don't even remember getting in the Uber. Everything from the ordering of the Uber to waking up in my room, I don't remember shit. Dude, it was so funny because we were standing there, and you go, do you want to go to Pat's? And, and I go, man, man, I go, we're right here, and there's a 24-hour restaurant right where we're, mm. right by the hotels and the comedy place we're at. Uh, we're at Helium here, by the way, in Philadelphia. And so right on 18th Street, just before you get to... Uh, uh, market. There's a there's a 24 hour restaurant uh, diner, mm-hmm. and we we're standing right across there. And I was like, man, we could just go over here to the diner. We don't, you know, we could eat in there. And you're like, nah, I want to go eat in my room. And I said, okay, but it's right there. And you go, yeah, it's right there. And then we talked to some people that were outside for a few more minutes, and then you just looked at me and you go, the Uber's here. And I go, what for? And you go, I called Uber. We're going to Pat's. <laughs> and you just. Whatever, whatever took place in your head after we had that conversation, right. you just decided, ah, oh, fuck that, we're going to Pat's. Right. And uh, we God. were on our way to Pat's. And I don't remember a goddamn thing. You had a full conversation with the driver. Uh, the driver was really a cool dude, right. and uh, he waited for us. We got back in. Uh-huh. Uh, we drove back. Uh-huh. Uh, we let you out at the corner. I was worried if you are going to make it, but the lady at Pat's was the best when she said, I go... I, I ordered for you because I know what you eat, and you were you were not paying attention. You didn't want you were not paying attention to the lady at all. Damn. And so I go, uh, he wants it with uh, with but a little bit of onions. And, then he, and I said, and whiz. And they go, okay. And I looked at the lady. And I go, yeah, he's a little banged up tonight. And she goes, not as bad as last night. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but you weren't. But you weren't fucked up the night before. You just didn't. Oh. You just didn't like her. Like she's an she was an all right lady, but she has that Philly that that. Feeling, right, right. You know that just that gruff. Right. And you, and when you're a little, when you're a little buzz, you're not putting up with anybody's gruffness. Oh God. Oh wait, there was this. You, dude, I for, almost forgot to say this. Mm. Uh, when you were you're, you're you're banged up, and I'm trying to get you to get out of the car because I got out. I jumped out of the car when we got over to Pat's, and I'm and I see something. I go, Aries, mm. come on, get out of the car. And you and you're like taking your time. I'm like Aries. There was a dude standing in line ordering his Philly cheesesteaks while he was wearing assless chaps in Philly. Literal, literal, literally assless chaps? Chaps. Like ass, his cheeks ass, was really out? Ass out, chaps in front, nothing in the back. Oh, and I was trying to get you to look at it. In, in hindsight, after, after you got there and you go, what? And, and he had already had walked off into the darkness of, right. of uh, after the other side of Pat's. 
Uh, and uh, he just disappeared. And I was like, there's a dude wearing assless chaps. And then it starts this whole conversation with everybody in line. Right. Because then the dude goes, what's wrong with assless chaps? And I go, well, I'm not wearing assless chaps. No, nothing's wrong with him if you want to wear them. <laughs> and he goes, I might want to wear assless chaps. And then he asks this other guy, because everybody's fucked up at this point. Right. So he asks this other guy, he goes, would you wear assless chaps? And the other guy goes, and it was just a random dude walking by. And he goes, I don't know. Do you want me to wear assless chaps? And it turned wow. into a whole assless chaps conversation. So an assless uh, cheek chaps conversation broke out. At Pat's. At Pat's uh, while ordering cheesesteaks. Uh and I'm fucked up. Yeah. yeah. A lot of C's in that conversation. Chaps, <laughs> cheeks, and cheesesteaks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, between the C's and the S's, that felt like a really homosexual conversation. Uh, Cheese, chaps, and cheesesteaks. <laughs> Actually, but after, like I said, in hindsight, after I've, uh, I, I was buzzed also. So I, I, I'm glad maybe we you missed out on that because I think it could have got uh, mm. to a very – Interesting conversation had you been right. there. Right. Oh, my God. No, it probably was best that I was uh, yeah. inebriated to the point where I didn't have to. Because, well, that could have gone either way. But I think it went the right way for what the situation was. Yeah. If I was maybe. You would have called it out. If yeah. you would have turned the corner and you would have saw that, you yeah. would have just had to. You would have had to. Right, 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 the, right, right. The comedian, oh you would have taken over. Right. Oh, my God. Um, and other food news. Did you see the thing about I sent you? Yeah. About the, about, I, I don't, for those of you that remember when we were in Merlin, getting the Merlin crabs, uh, that place we went to, Lexington Market, that I talked about on fucking uh, my Instagram, about how ghetto it was and how, you know, it was, you know, the first place of, uh, I forget what how to, the context in which I, slavery and all of that shit. Basically, the, the place had what was known for having crackheads dance in the motherfucking place where they serve food uh they had something else dancing yeah man i i was i was browsing through twitter and i saw this interesting little from one of the news stations in baltimore that had reported lexington market closed because of viral rat video now i hadn't seen the video yet i just read the statement so in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? Makes sense. It's crackheads dancing in there. Crackheads don't necessarily bring a certain amount of cleanliness. So and there's food around. So okay, maybe there was a rat that walked across the floor somewhere. They scream, oh my God, rat, shut it down. Whew, oh boy. I finally saw the video. <laughs> I saw the video. You saw it too, right? Yeah. Cut to the display case of cakes and pies and there's the rat running over the cakes and pies crawls up to the next level chills out in the corner swims in the lemon meringue oh boy I've made up my mind from that moment on and lucky for us look all we had was the, the crab the, the, the crab okay. cakes which were cooked fresh, right? Yeah, in the we watched them make them. We right? watched them make it fresh. Um, we didn't have necessarily the street meat or any of the uh, the display shit. 
But remember, remember what happened when we got there and we got there a little bit earlier. We got there early and we thought they were open and they weren't. Yeah. And I knocked on the glass and the dude turned around to let us know what time they was going to open. He gave us finger signals to represent the time. And I said to you, I said, hey, man, this motherfucker going to be good. I, you were like, how? Are you, what you mean? And they ain't got no teeth. And they ain't got no teeth, nigga. This food is banging. I fucked myself. I'm not fucking with no more eating establishment if nigga don't got teeth. <laughs> Anything nigga got on dirty wife beater and no teeth, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking with it. I thought, because look, and when I tweeted that, somebody hit me up on Twitter and was like, well, wouldn't you think? Motherfucker, no teeth. Wouldn't you think it would be bad? Listen, some of the tastiest food spots in the hood be nigga hoodish. Chinese bulletproof window food. Everybody know about that. New York, the bo- near the bodegas and, and p- certain parts of Jersey. Bulletproof Chinese food. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> certain chicken wing shrimp fried spots. Oh, my God. nigga. But that's the blessing and the curse. No teeth also mean they ain't got no letters on the window to tell you the grade of the fucking uh, what they call that shit. Uh, not health inspection. Health inspection. So, uh, and listen, man, listen, if I had just read the statement viral rat video, not to say that I would have still went back there, but I didn't see it. And this rat was motherfucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle big. (laughs) It wasn't no motherfucking tiny rat. This was a this was a a mid-sized Mexican man. He he looked small when you first see him run around, and then when he stops and he puffs up. This motherfucker got uh, deltoids and traps. (laughs) I said, "Yeah, man, Lexington Market is over for me." Dude, the the market though is 125 years old. There's been food in and out of that garbage. Uh, the grease traps, everything that's there. Of course, right. of course there's rats. Well, man. no, don't say that because there's other establishments in the world that have been around that long and they do the right thing. You do, whatever you do, but there's still you're still living with 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 nature. Ah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that rest on that because there's places that have been around since forever and they do their job. I, I'm not saying. L- look, let's be real. That part of Baltimore. Is the wire where we was at? It was close to the wire. Close to the wire. So look, man, you know what it is. Yeah, but that's a market, and all these—they're more like kiosks. They're not like little individual restaurants where this rat was around. Where they could, where they could keep. Listen, man, I believe that motherfucking rat could get anywhere. Oh yeah, he could pick a lock. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> can cook the crabs. <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild. So I, I'm, I'm. Uh, Lexington Market, uh, thank you, but how do I <laughs> say goodbye? Never again. Man, you touched so many people with that Lexington Market video. All those ladies that were hitting us up on right. Instagram were mad. You know, now what are they going to say? Right, 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 right. Oh. <laughs> I just want to remind you of one other thing. You did eat the sausage there. I was trying not to say that. I was trying not to say that. I had one piece of street meat. It was some kibbutz. It was fried. It was kibbasi or hot sausage. Uh, yeah, brother. Now you got my stomach queasing. 
but fuck it, man. You live and you learn. Uh, but we will not be back to that motherfucker. I promise you that. Um, and speaking of speaking of uh, a tad bit nauseating. Uh, over the weekend, dude, I, I, I was I was flipping through some comedy options to watch. I think it was on my Amazon one-hour <laughs> comedy specials. And uh, I was like, man, let me check Jim Norton out. You know, Jim Jim always was kind of a wild dude, and he was Patrice's right-hand man, so maybe there's something to this nigga. Um, and I went to go check his shit out, and... Oh, 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 okay, I went to go check his shit out, and um, the intro is he's doing a sit-down interview on a couch, and off to the side, like just over his shoulder, you see a mirror in the in the background, and then walks this woman, and you see her basically from the fucking chest up, and she's fucking teasing her hair, doing her makeup, making sure she looks good. At one point, you see her take her bra off, titties all in the mirror, nipples, the whole shebang. Then the bitch turns around to face the camera, full-on fucking Vienna sausage. And Norton then cuts to him, French kissing this, him or her, this him or I didn't want to watch the special anymore. <laughs> it doesn't change the special. It does for me. Like I, you know, listen, and I'm, I'm all for, if it's funny, go for the gusto. Uh, I, I go there. I still have niggas that give me shit because of my big booga boogaloo character I did for my Showtime special, Look Hollywood, I'm Smiling, where I played a gay rapper and I kissed the dude on the lips. It wasn't all <laughs> tongue action, but it was a smooch. Uh, so I'm not against if it works for the comedy and the context, but come oh, on, man. Dick. It was a dick. A, a, a real dick. He wasn't kissing the dick. He just was kissing the. Oh. Oof. That Norton's into that. Norton talks about it in his comedy. He's really into that. He trannies are not. I, I, I'm not allowed. I don't know if I'm allowed to say trannies anymore. I think there's another it's word. It's the equivalent of faggot. Is it? I think so. Transsexual? Am I allowed to say that? Oh, that's like saying homosexual. That's safer. Okay. Homosexual I, is a legit term. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all right now. I just want to make sure that I have it said right. Um, he likes transsexuals. Mm. I mean, he talks a little bit about it on on. Uh, he's. I, I don't know. I, do you say I like transsexual or that he's not against transsexuals? I don't know which way. He's he, into he, it. He's into it. Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's his thing, and he's. Uh, and he's on the show, and he made it funny. Then it's funny. Yeah. Not to you. Uh, I don't know. I was just taken aback. You know, I wasn't expecting it. You know, it, 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 I just wasn't expecting that. But isn't that the but, whole... but because I kind of heard a little bit that he, I think, I, I think you even told me a, a while back that he was kind of into that. Yeah, because he talks about it. That's why when I, I was looking at it, and I was going... But my comic, my comic mind is going. He's not just having some broad in the mirror just to have. I wasn't expecting that, but I was expecting something. because I'm like, there's no way this is a setup. There's no way he's got this broad in the mirror just to do what? Tease her hair and you know make googly eyes and then bounce. I knew something was coming. 
I, I just didn't see that shit. Well, that's the shock value of it, though. That's why he did it. <sighs> you were shocked? No, I wasn't shocked. I was disgusted. I wasn't shocked. I went, oh, God. Because that's not what you wanted there. What did I want there? Well, if you see titties, you want to see the matching set, which was no- Listen, which if, normally if, come if the with bitch, a vagina. If the bitch pulled a bra off and had a third titty, uh, that would have been funny. <laughs> and that would have shocked me. But, you know, ain't no man ready to see man meat without warning. And with warning, we ain't trying to see man meat. Ain't nobody ever said, hey, I'm finna show you some dick. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Warn me. Give me a chance to escape the premises. You watch, you watch porn. That's different. But it's dick in there. Yeah, but there's a bitch too. And there's, he's doing shit to her that I can relate to. But, okay, let me ask you this question. And this is, uh, which, which I forgot the name of the comic who talked about this. Uh, if you were watching the porn and someone came in with a, a really small, half-hard dick, would you be upset with... The dick in the in the in the porn. Um, it, it wouldn't have anything to do with me. But he he's fucking her. Do you want him to fuck her with a, a shitty dick and it's not even hard? So you prefer a nice big meaty cock? That's what I'm saying. When you're watching the video, if someone walked in with a shitty cock and wasn't doing their job in the video, but my pleasure based on the video ain't based on his dick at all. His dick is not even an equation. Then why is he in the video? Because his job is to have sex with her. I want to see her get fucked. But seeing her get fucked has nothing to do with his anatomy. It's about her getting fucked. Okay, but he can't fuck her if his dick ain't hard and he's not. Sure he can. It, it, it don't matter the size. He might not be able to fuck her well. So you care about the dick. The dick is a factor for you. I'm just saying if someone walked in with a dick that wasn't working and tried to. You'd notice that. Yeah, because it wouldn't be, it wouldn't look like what you were, what you said you were related to. You want to see a girl good. If you're watching a porn, and it's straight porn, right. and you want a dude to come in and fuck that chick. You don't want him to come in with a broken dick and no ability to fuck her. So the dick is important. This whole conversation feels weird. <laughs> look, all I'm saying is. I don't give a fuck about his dick. I'm just saying, I, I, it doesn't seem weird to see a dude bang a chick because I'm looking at it like, yo, he's doing what I would do. I relate to what's going right. on there. Right. Whether his meat is, you know, the size of a thumb or a Pringles can is neither here nor there. Like, I've seen a porno where a nigga is the size of a Pringles can and I go, oh, shit, goddamn. But past, oh, shit, goddamn, I'm past it. Yeah, okay. But the thing I think that freaks is freaking you out about the the dude with the titties is, and this is why I think it would because it, it, it free. I, I somebody put it posted a video like that once on uh, Twitter. There was this dude dancing like that on Twitter, right. and you're watching it, and the guy, the, uh, well, she because she has boobs. I don't know, but she also has a dick, so I don't know which one she was. Uh, Dancing, and she was good looking. She had a good mm-hmm. face. She had nice boobs, and she's dancing. She's dancing. She's dancing, and then this they lower it, and then there's a dick, and then you're surprised because you thought she was hot. You were into. It. You were like, "That's a hot chick," and then right. they surprise you by throwing a dick at you, right. and now everything that was going on in your mind 
is reversed, it would be like eating really good food and then finding out it's rat. Then you would throw it up. It would come out because oh. that's like, your, that's like your, your thought process, right? You were, you were eating it. You were enjoying it. You're, you're visually, you're eating, you're eating the visual, and then you find out it had a dick on it, and it yeah, comes flying back out of your head. Yeah, you put anything in your mouth, you usually know what it is. Yeah, but that's why that's so weird is because it surprised you. It shocked you. It took you out of your game because you were, at one moment, you were okay with it. It's, this is nice. I like this. And then they put on what you didn't like. <laughs> oh, goodness. You got mind fucked that day. So all that I'm trying to say. Yeah, happened. I probably did. I probably did. Um, you want to change this conversation? Yeah, because this, this is, again, this is the minefield. I can't say what I really want to say without I, I, potentially uh, crashing and burning. Well, before we go on, because I, I did say, I wanted to say that uh, there was a term that was brought up last week on the podcast, which right. was cis- a cis uh, male or a cis female, right. which is supposed to mean straight. But this is what this is, and you're talking about the minefield. I'm going to open the minefield up just a little bit because what we're trying to do now, this is what I think we're trying to do, since before you were male or female, straight male, straight female, that, that, that implied uh, that was what was normal. Right. And so since we can't have, since we want everything to be fluid, we had to give normal a name, cis, cis male, cis female. Because if we didn't, then the other names would be abnormal. Right. And I'm not for this because I'm not going to say that this is normal, uh, but this is normal. It's normal, straight to right. me. But I'm going to go with common. I can't do cis. I'm not going to come up with their. I'm not going to start working names with that. Common. I'm. This is the common. I'm a common male. This is what males right. commonly do. Straight males. So. Right. Uh, this cis term, I feel, is like leading us down a way to make straight males, especially straight males, but straight males, straight females, uh, uh, more outside of the box of what is normal. They don't want normal. Right. We all have to have a term, and mine's going to be common. Uh, well, I'm a common male. Uh, mine's going to be bail, because I'm going to bail out of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Uh, they're reopening the Emmett Till case. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, because they have new information. Right. For those of you who don't know, Emmett Till back in 19... Racist era. 60... Uh, yeah, when it was bad for niggas. Um, I think it was too. Boy from Chicago came down to visit his relatives from the South. And 14-year-old Emmett Till uh, basically, allegedly at the time said hey baby to a white woman she goes and tells her husband and uh, his brother uh, they go they snatch Emmett Till out of his home proceed to drive him around as the white guys told it in a book or an interview they later did uh, they basically told him you know you made the biggest mistake of your life cut to they beat him up tortured him tied a some sort of ceiling fan or whatever device to him threw him in the river uh, when it went to trial, his mother purposely wanted the casket to remain open so that people could see what they did to her. And this kind of sparked the civil rights movement along with Rosa Parks. And this boy was so mutilated and fucked up beyond words. And, of course, the white guys got off. No justice ever for Emmett Till or his mother. Eventually, all the racist crackers, with the exception of the woman who later was uh, said that she lied. Uh, so that boy died on a lie, like so many niggas in the past. Um, and, uh, you know, 
the the husband, the brother dead, Emmett, the mom dead, and this eighty year old woman that lied is is alive and admitted that she lied. Uh, so now the, 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 they're reopening the case, but I'm just going for what? Yeah, for what? What, what purpose is it? Like what? What's supposed to happen here? Unless they're going to indict this old bitch and put her in jail, uh, I don't see what the purpose of this is. Uh, I, I can't imagine unless they want to uh, to bring some kind of justice to the case. Justice for whom? There's no one. There's no one at this point that's going to uh, receive the justice. It would just be uh, mainly just so that to right black a wrong. People, black people could feel better because a wrong has been righted, right? I, that would be the best I think that could come of it. You see, black folk, God don't always come when you call, but he always on time, ain't he? There's no other reason to do it. That, you know, Damon Wayans, I remember Damon Wayans once said, uh, somebody asked him, what won't you joke about? And he said, I won't do God jokes because I don't want God to do Damon jokes. Um... So I I say this kind of spookily because karma and the universe sometimes has a sixth sense of humor. So I'm not trying to make light of anything. Lord knows the Emmett Till situation was beyond. It's one of the most heinous, most fucked up things, I think, historically, that's ever been done to black people. But again, I can't help. But black people, y'all, you know, this, 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 this nonsense we have about God and religion. And I don't even want to call it nonsense in terms of whether or not you believe in it. You have the right to believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. But just help make this make sense to me. You know, we, 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 we dedicate our lives to this. And I just, we have an undying dog-like loyalty towards God and religion. And I would love to believe somewhere in all of this that it's warranted. But there's so many goddamn contradictions where this shit just make that make sense to me. That's one of the sayings. God don't always come when you call, but he's always on time. So this case being reopened, the mom dead, no justice there. Certainly no justice for Emmett. He's dead. Everybody that deserved to be in jail is dead. Chances are this 80-year-old white bitch ain't going to suffer no repercussions. So what part of this being on time is 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 this? Because on time, or when you need him, should have been just before that ceiling fan got tied around his neck and he got dumped in that river. But God is good all the time. That's another one we go by. Make this make sense to me. Here comes the contradictions. Oh, God gives man free will. But there's evil in the world. Uh, let me let me stop now because now we're about to get into religion and we've already done this a gazillion times. I just, if I'm being honest, it just frustrates me when I read certain shit on Twitter, in the paper, see it on the news, and these tragedies and and. Black people just, you know, again, we have this undying loyalty and this faith to something that you can't make make sense to me. Other than the riddles y'all keep hitting me with. I just wish you would offer me something else. 
Okay, but maybe I'm just going to throw this out there, and I'm I don't know how this is going to come out. Maybe to reopen the case and and serve some kind of justification is also to justify uh, his place in the civil rights movement and to give some closure to the case to show something and to be able to talk about something that was started because of him and and to give some closure to the case that also began the civil, civil rights, rights movement. movement. Chappelle alluded to that a little bit on that special uh, no, equanimity, equanimity, or whatever it was called. You saw it right, where mm-hmm. he and he did the he was he was he was masterful at tying that all up into the Emmett Till thing. So I get what you're saying. I get what Dave was saying. Part of this universal godlike plan was that the Emmett Till thing put in motion civil rights, which now has led us to be better, right? Right. As a country, as a nation, to find the, 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 the humanity in people and make things better. His horrible, heinous death put in motion the things to make us better, right? Led to what is supposed to make us better. Right. Here's my question. Why did it even have, why, why should shit even be that bad in the first place? So that we don't even have to go through them steps. It, it, why, why can't it? Why, why can't we avoid all the hangings and the marches and the police shootings and the, and the and the slavery? Why can't all of that have been avoided in the first place? If all that is evil and all that is more powerful is God, why couldn't He step in so that none of this had to be done in the first place? That is the unexplainable. Of course, it is. That is the unexplainable. And we'll be right back after this commercial break <laughs> with more riddles and bullshit. Stay, stay tuned. Like, this is the shit that don't make sense to me. Like, I, I, one, girl, one girl tweeted yesterday, and it really angered me. Ooh, God is so good. He just keep blessing me even when I don't deserve it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and then I'm reading a report about the four little, four-year-old girl cancer patient in Iowa who just died. Okay, so God, let me, let me get your bullshit correct. God is blessing you, even when you don't deserve it. But he bypasses the four-year-old that needs it. Make that make sense to me. Someone with your bullshit. Hit me up. Aries Spears 45 at Hotmail. I almost want to give you my goddamn cell phone number, but I know that would be ridiculous. Make that make sense to me. Please. I'm listening. None of that makes sense. Like, and if you ask them to explain that bullshit, here's what will happen. Either one, because they can't, they get mad at you, and now you're an asshole. So they get mad at you and cuss you out because you asking a logical fucking question. Or two, again, they hit you with the goddamn riddles. All the contradicting riddles. For every one thing you have to say, they got something to fucking trump that. And we can keep going back and forth with the contradiction and the bullshit. So I'm telling you, man, I, I, I you know, I swear I deep down, deep down, I swear I, I, I have not gone full on Anakin. I'm trying to believe I, I, there's a part of me. Or there's like a flicker like, you know, when, when it's 
when you light a match out in the wind and it's windy out. It's a flicker. Just one more strong and it's gone. I, I got a flicker of flame left in me that's trying to hold on to faith and believing and it's all noble and life is good and I'm I'm holding on. But shit's not making sense to me, man. It's not adding up. I don't think it makes sense because, I mean, and I just have a different way of looking at it. And it's not a good way. It's not a better way. It's just that if we're all part of the same energy, if we're all part of the same universe, that life is just a very small part of that. And us, as how we affect this world as that life, uh, the way we hang on to it, the way that we hang on to life, uh, not that I'm saying we shouldn't appreciate or, or be happy, you know, appreciate the fact that we are a thinking creature and we're walking around this earth and we, we, we see things, but there has to be more to this than just this. Meaning when you die, something better going on? I don't even know if it's something better going on. I, I, I just know that being part of the energy of what this universe is, uh, if I take my part as a tree in the next thing where my energy turns suck. into a tree, maybe not, just man. be a tree? How peaceful would it be to be a tree? Not if you got niggas hanging from you. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> different tree. <laughs> Listen, I, I hope in my fan, I, here's my fantasy, is that when you die, you really do go to heaven or wherever the fuck you're supposed to go. Still as you, you still know, think, and function as you. But you're in this place where, yeah, it's all uh, mystical and peaceful, peaceful and, and forever is forever. And all the people that are there that have passed, Martin and Malcolm and Muhammad and Michael Jackson and Whitney, what a it, it's it's like oh if if that party is jumping the way I think it's jumping in my head, then I would be like nigga, take me out of here now. Let me see what the fuck is going on over there. I, I just, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. You know, I, 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 and I get moody sometimes. I think because I'm a moody dude at times, anything that is bad news, glum, glim, however you say it, it just adds to it. Uh, which is why, I don't know. I think we all have our vices. Certainly, you know, I got mine. Whether I sometimes get lost in a bottle or I light up an L, which I don't even smoke weed like I used to, uh, or f- fucking abundance. You know, I was just looking for something that's better than this because this shit is goofy, man. This, this, that's why I said this just can't be it because this is, this is, but even, I don't know, even in our worst day. I mean, just not knowing what comes next. This is uh, you're supposed to look at it as it's a this is a gift. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like it. I, that's why I can't. I can't. I can't wrap my mind around that either because it's. I, I don't understand that's how a cruel all, fucking gift for some. It people. is. That's that's what I don't understand. These can't all be gifts. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes this hard. That's what makes it really right. hard. I wanted to ask you a racial question uh, that I thought about the other day. Um. Because again, I'm I'm just amazed, and, and and again, I know we talk a lot about race, but uh, when we went to the to spot, we hung out the little bar after the club. Just nothing is funnier to me than just seeing white people embrace hip hop 
and rap culture <laughs> the way they do. And, and it's just, and that's great. It's great when we can celebrate each other's cultures. But, and I've said this before, just, it would be nice also if you just didn't take the good shit, if you embraced it all. And I just thought to myself, uh, I was like, um, if the dismissal of what race do you think would affect white people the most? Asians, Indians, blacks, or Mexicans? What do you mean? Meaning that if any one of those races were to be completely gone from the planet, who would, who would white people miss the most out of, out of Indians, Asians, blacks, and Mexicans? Now, that's really – it's a question I never even pondered that way. Well, ponder it, nigga. We talking. Uh, culturally – and living in, in uh, are you talking about people living in America? Yeah, if, if no more Mexicans tomorrow Just existed, America, just America. America. Not, not the world. Not the world. If no more Mexicans, no more niggas, no more Indians, no more Asians, pick one. If, if out of all those groups, if one of them, poof, tomorrow was gone, what would white people miss the most of all those groups? Oh, well, the way you worded it, it changes the whole thing. Okay. Miss? Miss. It wouldn't miss none of y'all. That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. Now that's, the, that's, that's the comedic answer. <laughs> now, let's dive into that a little bit, though. No, but I'm, I'm, I mean, it's comedic, but it's serious. It's serious, but maybe in 1766, it was serious. It, that would have been. But now, because come on, man. Y'all, but right now, y'all, right now. Y'all, it, y'all, love, y'all love y'all guacamole. The, yeah, but no, it would be, it, it would be, it, it would be blacks. It would miss blacks more than anything else. Why? Because culturally, not even just America, but culturally, the world... I don't talk about the world. I'm going to talk okay. about America. Okay, America is... The culture in America, the primary, the, the younger and culture of America is rooted in black culture. Whether they see it or not, that's where it's rooted. All right, give me specifics, though. What would they miss, though? Uh, well, first of all, they'd miss watching any sports in Good this one. country. Good one. Uh, second of all, they would miss... Any entertainment other than acting. Good one. So rap, R&B. Entertainment other than acting. Got you. Because so far, we know <laughs> that as far as movies and shit, it's a limited amount of roles for black folks. Right. Okay. They can hold down movies. Yeah. They don't ever have to have us in movies no. and TV. No. Because they barely have us now. Right. Right. But in music, uh, in right. art. Because I've, I've never seen, unless you're into that kind of music, whatever that's called, that, 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 that mosh pit shit. Yeah. Well, you can't. Heavy metal shit. Heavy metal yeah. shit. You can't dance to that. Now, you, you want to, and every dude, when he drinks and goes out on a Friday, Saturday night, what's the objective? Oh, to get laid. To get pussy. Yeah. You can't grind on a bitch to, you, 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 can't, you can't do that. Unless you try to have sex that involves head wounds and blood. You, you, you got you to slow it down. You got to move your hips. And that comes from black music. R&B. You know, smooth shit. Usher. You know, Omarion. That Cisco. That, that, that grind shit. So, yeah. Musically, yeah. Athletically, you know, you need to see your dunks. You need to see niggas shake and bake and whip and wop the way we do. What else? Uh... 
dress, the way we speak. Mm-hmm. The slang. The slang, yeah. Right. Everything that's cool. There it is. That's the word right there, cool. It would be missed because that's what America is leaning on for its cool. That's where right. it comes from. Right. This is where the culture of America actually exists other than that stodgy white culture. Right. That is the predominant business culture, right? But as far as the social culture goes, as far as how and, and you know, I, and I and I want to make sure that I say this when I named the things I, I named entertainment, I named athletics, and I know black people are way more than just those things. But in our society, what is looked up to and what is praised? Yeah, I'm strictly talking. Yeah. from white people's, yeah. we need this. Yeah, I'm just talking about how how as as a culture, as we look up to and we praise people that are athletically gifted how people who are who are in entertainment are i mean i mean look it's just the way we we make people important in this country and how we pay look at how we pay people the most paid people it is entertainment it is it's 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 or or athletics but that's still part of entertainment so other than guacamole what do white people really like about mexican tacos man Guacamole, tacos, what else? It'd be hard to get through Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday because... Two, Taco Tuesday. Tuesdays, right. It's where tacos are always on special. Right. Uh, what else do uh, Hispanics bring to the culture? Yeah. Uh, I think they bring a, worth, a work ethic that we uh, we missed. Uh, but that's a whole... Yeah, but they don't appreciate that anyway. Right. Uh, I don't know. The, that's the, probably it. The food. The, the food. The food's important. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, other than services. I like mowing lawns and cleaning the house. Uh, daycare. Right, right. Asians. What would they miss from Asians? Uh, poke bowls. What the fuck is a poke bowl? The raw fish. Ah, they love sushi. White people love yeah, sushi. sushi. Right. But poke bowls are the hot thing right now. They're right. popping up all over the place. Poke bowls. Oh, they like that faux. Yeah, the foe. The foe. Yeah, but that, uh, now we're going to group all the Asians. So, so it's all it's we're doing all Asians right now. So that they would miss that. What else would they miss? Uh, I think it's just food with Asians. What about the cars? What cars? Toyotas, uh, Hondas. Yeah, um, that's poor white people. The rich white people drive the German shit. Lexus, BMW. Is Lexus Asian? Yeah, Lexus. Right. Uh, the uh, what's the what's the Nissan's? Is the Infinity? And the Acura from okay, uh, okay. So you might throw cars and food, yeah, right. And 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 televisions, like that's all Korean, like LGs, oh shit, I Samsung. Didn't think about that, yeah. The technology part they would oh. miss. You would miss from. Okay, okay. We're and talking strictly about the United States. Yes, right now. the United States. Yeah, yeah. And now, so let's see. Let's technology. tally it up. Let's tally it up. Mexicans, we got food, food services, services. So like. Daycare, lawn mowing. Uh, I can't wait to see where you're going with this. Maintenance, yeah. food. Yeah, right. Black people, slang, entertainment, sports. The cool. The cool. Who else would do? Asians, right? Just Asians. Food technology. And technology. Yeah. Indians. Services. Technology. Are they? Are they? Services. Well, like they're all the. Let's just say Seven Elevens. <laughs> Slurpee? No more 7-Elevens. Okay. And that's convenience. So convenience. 
but they also do technical tech, the, 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 the technology part, and they're also the technology sector high, medical high. Right. And uh, as far as like and no more phone customer service, which I would be okay say. with. Yeah. Yeah. They would replace. Give me, give me back. Give me back some Anglo-Saxons. Well, well, that's the big thing. In the if you start to notice right now, some of the bigger companies right. are starting to uh, advertise their personal customer service, being able to talk to someone. Right. So, like on the up uh, on the upper scale of uh, of services, they're trying to get away from that right now, as it is. Okay, um, but let's really nail it down. Indians, Seven Eleven, and uh, technology. Some some tech, some of the technology sector, some of the medical sector. I mean, a lot of doctors. So so health health. Yeah. Okay. 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 So that's a lot of shit. If you in totality, if you were to go, everybody this color gone, these motherfuckers would be in trouble. Now, what would we miss if they were gone? What would we miss? Yeah, I knew this is where we're gonna go. If white people was gone, what would we miss? Uh, racism, right? Um, the structure, the structure, the structure, the way the structure of this of the place is set up. It's set up for white folks. Well, then you would have every all the all the other everyone the remaining would have to re- figure out how to restructure. Well, between all other races, we could figure that out. Yeah, it's not yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Structure the, the the horrible structure. Yeah, you 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 would lose all your politicians, not all, but right. you know, a majority of the politicians, right. uh, a majority of all the the tie ups in in uh, in that. We uh, would lose Starbucks. You lose, yeah. You would lose uh, like most of the CEOs, right? Most of uh, most of the business. We would lose Hacky Sack. You lose, right? I, do, I don't know. If they still play Hacky Sack. No, they do. Cargo pants. We would lose cargo pants. Yeah, you lose cargo pants. Uh, for the dudes, g-string uh, sandals. Mm. Sandals in general. Yeah, but niggas wear flip flops. Yeah. white boys wear g-string sandals. Uh, I can't have anything between my toes. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, no, so you would lose some other things. You would lose, uh, well, you'd lose the tele- the, you'd lose most of television and all, almost all the movies. Right, but niggas don't make, niggas make porn, though. You would lose, uh, you would lose the clean comedy night. The clean comedy night. Clean comedy. You never heard of clean oh, comedy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but, you know, the clean comedy night. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm just saying you would lose the clean comedy night. Right. You couldn't have the clean comedy night. Um, a lot of cruises. You would lose cruises. What would you? What would you miss about? What would you miss the most? My girlfriend. She's white. She's oh. the whitest of white. She's Irish. But they took every white person except you. They left me. Yeah, just you. Well, now I'm novelty. Yeah. But you'd adapt. You'd fuck other other women. I get every you, you get everything. If you're the only one, you're yeah. the you're the. Not every black woman would want you. No, but you you. But I'd be a specialty. I'd be that. Yeah, yeah. So what would you miss most about your whiteness, being gone? Me personally, yes. Well, now all the cops are are not white, right? You, you uh, miss uh, not having white cops? I'm saying that wouldn't help me anymore. Okay, but why would having colored cops not help you? No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to figure out, like, my advantage right now to drive down the road. 
my privilege. You think you get pulled over more if it was non-white? Oh no, because they would. Everybody would know me because I'm the only white dude. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I'm known. Right. So they might, they might fuck with you. No, but, uh, no, I'm the most famous motherfucker on the face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like. Uh, uh, I'm like the albino tiger you talk about. Yeah, yeah everybody's gonna go. Oh, that's Andy. Yeah. Like no matter where I go, that's Andy. So right. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. So right. uh, uh, I guess I wouldn't at that point. I wouldn't miss anything. Okay. All right. I'm the star of the show. All right. And if they took the Asians, what would you miss? If they took Asians, what I would miss? Yeah. This is a weird. You got to tell me what you're going to miss before. I'm hey, we can run my. You can run it back to me. I'm just trying to figure out if they, if Asians were gone, what most would you miss? Well, you always miss the women of every culture. As a dude, you're always right. going to miss the because women in every, each culture are different and unique. Right. So you're gonna you're gonna miss Asian black dudes are going to miss Asian porn. More than white dudes. We don't really Asian watch porn. Asian porn. That's a lie. No, we don't really watch Asian porn, dude. That's a lie. We're not stuck on Asian porn. Asian girls, the asses is too flat for us. <laughs> Fucking CD cases. All right, so ask me. Go ahead. What are you going to miss if white people are gone? What will I miss if white people are gone? Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. Um, shit. What would I miss, even while I'm talking right now, what would I miss if white people were gone? Never been a fan of Hacky Sack. Uh, They do have wine and cheese tasting parties. Even though I've never been to one, I do like a good assortment of cheese. Particularly baby Swiss. Mm, but then they'd have me tie a sweater around my neck like Carlton. And I wouldn't like that. Uh, <sighs> Starbucks, never been a coffee guy. I got to bag me a white bitch every now and then, though. So definitely, I got to keep the Germans around. Because ain't nothing like a little pink toe. From time to time. The pussy. I'd miss the pussy. Yeah, the pussy. I, the pussy. So that's what it goes back to culturally. We, nah, nah, not every race, though. Not every race, though. Not, but we've covered white people. What else? Oh, if there were no more black people. Flip it around to what you said to me. You're if there the, were no more of me? There's only, you're the only. Here in America? The only one left. Oh, nigga, Suicide. You know how many white dudes would be lining up for that stat? I killed the last nigga on earth. Homie, that nigga, you have got to kill yourself, nigga. All the crackers would line up. The last nigga on earth, nigga. I killed the last nigga living. That would be historical, nigga. Are you fucking kidding me? The last nigga? Shit. No, I'm dying, nigga. <laughs> Taking myself the fuck out. Fuck that, nigga. You're going to have me walking around in leather moccasins with no socks, choker necklaces, and a polo shirt tucked in, tucked in some khakis. Mm-mm, nigga. Mm-mm. Shit, I'd jump into the ocean and bury me with my ancestors because they knew that death was better than bondage. 
Wakanda forever. See, that's how great it is to be white. Like I could, I could imagine myself being the only white person left. That's right, it, that's right. that that's that easy. Right. All right, it's, but it is good to be white. But uh, so what other? What, what about the other races? What about uh, Mexicans? What are you gonna miss from Mexicans? Uh, definitely tacos. I love me a good goddamn uh, Los Doritos from Taco Bell. Uh, I almost like that shit more than the authentic because they use peppers in authentic Mexican food. It'll blow your asshole out. Uh, you think like Trump that. would miss taco salads? Uh, probably <laughs> would. Probably would, even though you could probably eat one out of his hair. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, them, them, them Mexican spices, man. Your ass looking like you've been fisted by an elephant. Uh, tacos. I, I, I do love tacos and a good taco. Um, it's funny when, when I, and I'm going to make this ignorant mistake because I'm, I'm, I'm about to put Mexicans in with all the other 1.2 million different species of uh, Hispanics. Hispanics. Latinos, yeah. Okay. Um, we can roll them all. We rolled Asians all into one. No, no. Okay, roll them all in one. But I would hate for Puerto Ricans and Colombians and Dominicans because El Salvadorian food and Puerto Rican food and Cuban food is. Ugh. Plantains, baby. Plantains I don't like everything. plantains. I don't like plantains. But um, I'm not a big Mexican food guy, but I will eat the shit out of some Cuban, and I love me some adobo. Um, food it would be for the Mexicans, really. It, I, I, Mexican pussy, I'm not big on Mexican pussy. I, Puerto, Rican, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Cuban, I'll fuck all day. Mexican girls, y'all bitches, come on, you can stop drawing your eyebrows with Sharpie pens. Uh, that, that's not sexy to that's me. That's the cholo... Cholo style. Yeah, bitches be wearing prom dresses to the laundromat to wash your clothes. I'm good on Mexican broads. Uh, Asians. Asians. What would I miss about Asians? Yeah, Chinese food. <laughs> I love Chinese food, man. I just wish you motherfuckers would stop being so goddamn stingy with the soy sauce packets. What the fuck? I can't dust off a gallon of goddamn fried rice with two goddamn soy sauce packets. Loosen up your grip. Fucking ask you for eight more. You get mad. I give you two out of eight. Fucking in the duck sauce. You keep you treat the duck sauce like it's motherfucking uranium. Uh, and keep that mustard shit. Whatever that liquidy mustard. Nobody eat that shit. Uh, food. So pretty much from all other cultures, you're only missing food. Yeah, because we bring everything else. I want some martial arts flicks with subtitles and bad dubbing. Uh, I can't. I, I, there's a there's a liquor store near my house. Guys, Indian be watching them Indian movies. Oh Lord, I'd rather watch a watch a, a hanging nigga. So Indians, what would you miss with them? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I don't. I, I could. My girl keeps trying to get me to eat Indian food. That smell. I can't. I can't. No. Tandoori chicken? Tandoori chicken. I, I can't do it. My man, and he be watching the movies like they motherfucking cinema classics. I did not cheat on you. What are you talking about? Bailing, ding, da, da. No. Slumdog Millionaire? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> not doing it. 
<laughs> I like my movie stars, black and white, nigga. Who's your favorite? Who is your favorite movie star of all time? Yeah, uh, Denzel. All time, Denzel's the favorite. Yeah, what you thought I was gonna say? Uh, Shanti Bizaz? No, from the uh, from the from the Elephant's Trail. What if you had to pick your favorite white performer? Who's your favorite white performer? Uh, and I, I left it open performer, so you could. It doesn't have to be movies, TV. Probably De Niro. De Niro and Pacino, they right there, neck and neck. Yeah, yeah. But this racist podcast has been brought to you by <laughs> uh, the South, keeping tradition alive since seventeen seventy six. What's your what? I got to keep asking these questions. What's your favorite movie ever? My favorite movie ever? Uh, I don't really have one. You don't have a favorite movie? Nah, because that's a hard one to nail down, but. Fuck, we covered all of this already. I, I just I just wanted to get you to say something white. Something that was going to be... Oh, that I would miss or something? No, like yeah, that, like, yeah, that you were going to miss, like a white movie that so I could... Uh, wow, I was trying to think of the whitest movie ever. Miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> Je- Je- Jimmy Starch. Uh, Jimmy Starch. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna, I thought you maybe say Sopranos or Godfather. That's why I was but asking. That wasn't Sopranos. It's not a movie. Yeah, but it's a television show. I was asking entertainment. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, you would miss Sex in the City, but I saw it already. But you would—if they were going to do a reboot, then I would be like, "Oh shit, don't cancel my white people subscription." <laughs> but yeah, it's, I've been there, done that. All right, I—I I, uh, are we are we winding up? I think so. I think we're past the mark. Okay, I, I had an apology that I had to send out, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to pull it up because I need to apologize to the people from the, who listen to the podcast. And I'm apologizing for a basic reason. You're going to give the reason? Yeah, I'm going to give the reason right now. I just wanted to pull it up and see what I wrote. Um, I want to apologize, and I want to defend some some of the stuff that I've said um, in the past. Shit. My apology, though, is uh, never thinking uh, that Donald Trump's words meant anything. Like, I never thought... I grew up in an era where people said, uh, it's not what you say, it's what you do that makes the difference. Right. And so these words, the way he said the things that bothered me as a person, I never thought, though, made a true difference as long as... The actions were different than, like, he, like I felt like he said some things, and I was like, I, I just can't. That's this is stupid, and it's not going to make a difference. It's only what you do that makes a difference. But after watching that video that we saw, you, you know, I showed it to you, but you told me you already saw where that uh, that white dude was just going off on that black dude in the in the subway station, and he got knocked out. He got knocked out, right. and. Uh, there is some craziness that when white people hear this rhetoric, yeah. that they think that they're swole. They get swole well, on. Well, let me let me stop you for a second. And this is just the harsh realities of whiteism. Uh, you know, white people culturally have always had a boldness. And this goes again back into slavery. The thought of feeling you're superior, 
you're dominant, you can do whatever you want, you've always historically done whatever you want, you live by your own rules, and everybody is beneath you. That comes with a false sense of uh, security because there's a danger to that. And the danger is called reality. (laughs) And when you think that you can be friends with lions and tigers and bears and swim with sharks, that is an arrogance and a boldness of whitism. And then the reality lets you know when your limbs are gone and your face is bald that you cannot. And for lack of better words, but to put it in the terms that we've always been put in, we've been called savages, apes, monsters. We've been associated with the jungle. Now, that's not how we certainly feel about ourselves, but that's what y'all have said. Not you, but y'all. So, the whiteism lets you believe you can come approach these niggas and monkeys and apes and monsters and say whatever the fuck you want. But then the reality sets in called bang and kapow. I just would like to, uh, again, apologize for thinking that those words didn't mean anything. And No, they do mean something. Yeah, they do. They, you know what they mean? You'll get your ass whipped. Well, no. That's what they mean. But his the words that some of these people are speaking, especially Trump, I think make some white people feel swole. Yes. And they are just going to get knocked the fuck out. And they yeah. deserve to be knocked the fuck out. Hey. But I just didn't think it would embolden people this way. Now. Listen. Mike Tyson's great quote. Everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of these white people... Here's the beauty of it. I wish they would do follow-up videos. Like, prior to these motherfuckers getting knocked out, they ain't never been knocked out. So let's do the follow-up. That would I be great. I bet you they don't do it again. That would be great. I bet you that nigga that woke up on the, on, the, on the L train ain't doing that again. Dude, but it was the funniest thing to see that guy just talking shit. And they the, all do that. And then the dude, though, without even... Breaking like his look just stayed there, and he took off his glasses. But do you see that was the warning? Took off his. Somebody shirt. tweeted, "Hey man, when you see a nigga come up out his work clothes and take his glasses off, it's finna get real." I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but after that thing happened with me and Zoe, yeah, my boy who I play on PlayStation, we play Madden, actually played for the Dallas Cowboys. He has a picture in his house where he's got Emmett Smith over his shoulder after Emmett broke the the rushing record. And he goes, hey, man, I saw the video of what happened to you. Just real quick, uh, general lesson, one-on-one in fighting. When a nigga tell you, shut the fuck up, I'm talking, bag up. Some shit about to go down. (laughs) And then the video dude (laughs) says to me, hey, shut the fuck up, nigga, I'm talking. And and again, that Tangeray had me, (laughs) so I wasn't really on my P's and Q's, but... When a nigga tell you, shut the fuck up, I'm talking, nigga, bag up. So there's warning signs there. I saw a video today where in Chicago, this big jacked up white supremacist dude, this nigga was jacked. And the black dude wasn't his jacked, but he had a little muscle on him. He all in this nigga's face. Ah, aggressive white boy. The train doors open up. They got the squaring off. Bloop, bloop. 
that nigga hit this white boy with a two-piece so clean. The white boy fell on his side, but the way he came up and was sitting Indian style and just stood up, he looked like wildlife, nigga. He looked like a gorilla in an exhibit. The way he just stood up and just was Indian style, straight up. I mean, it looked like a gorilla in an exhibit. And it just, it's, it's somewhat gratifying. No, I, I mean, every, there's no one who's going to deny that, that the, the videos that we've seen, and there's been more and more videos popping up, and that's why I'm saying what I'm saying, and why I said I owe an apology, because people, are, these guys, Donald Trump is going to make these white racist fucks feel swole and get knocked the fuck out. That's what's happening. But the, the part that I wanted to say to this is, um, and, and I'm still apologizing for not thinking that it was important, but what I would like to say is that these people existed before Trump. These yeah. people were always out there. Yeah. And as much as I hate uh, some of these the rhetoric, if it brings these people out and gets them knocked the fuck out. He may not come when you call, <laughs> but he's always on time. God is good, ain't it? So uh, if that's what has to happen to make this happen, all right. But I'll tell you, uh, I was not, you know what? I'll save this for another podcast because it's not important. It's, it's about the other side of this because I noticed that white people have also, in their, uh, in their guiltiness, and see like videos like what I'm talking about and just their own personal guilt. Now they're starting to avoid delicate conversations with black people not delicate i was on the plane i'm just gonna do this really fast and we'll get this done i was on the plane and i watched this the the, the flight attendant walk up down the aisles tell everybody put that bag under your seat put the bag under your seat put your seat up put your seat up this black woman sitting right next to me had a big bag it was supposed to go under her seat she had it in front of her <laughs> in between her legs and the seat not underneath and she's walking by, and I watched her, and I and I was I was watching because it was funny to me. Every time she'd walk by, she would see it and then turn her head quickly because she did not want to tell this lady right. that she needed to put the bag underneath her seat. Right. So the reverse effect is happening right now, where now people aren't going to say shit because they're afraid of a conflict now. So it's very interesting on the other side of what's right. happening. Because if your ass is guilty, I don't know what it's guilty for. Did you do something fucked up before in your life that you need to feel guilty? Right. If, if, if someone shits out and you're, if your job is to tell everybody to put their shit underneath there, everybody knows that it's supposed to go under there. If you tell somebody to put it under that's not the problem. The problem is when you don't tell anybody to do it and then you walk up to the only black person in the room and tell them to do some shit, that's right. when shit's fucked up. So I, I don't know. It's just very funny to me. We're in a very interesting time, and I do. I'm apologizing because I didn't think these words mattered, but apparently they matter a whole lot. And I'm watching a lot of different things happen because of it, and it's actually pretty funny. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Uh, so to any would-be white people that are thinking about losing your shit, uh, think before you act, because you know you walk up to the wrong black person and say the wrong shit, you're gonna get to meet. They two favorite friends, Bam and Pap. Uh, one of my friends, uh, 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 this, uh, Tim, you know Tim. Tim's a black dude, and uh, he goes, I never understood, or how, he, I, I forgot how he put it. He goes, I never told any white person that they weren't allowed to use the N-word. I never told them. I think they should, they want to use it, go use it. But the repercussions from using that word, that's on you. 
right, right. So you want to use it. Right. More power to you. Right. See how it turns out. There it is. All right, y'all. Um, do I really need to say it? Fuck it. Here we go. Uh, Twitter, Aries Spears. Pandora, Aries Spears. Instagram, Aries Spears. Official. Uh, YouTube, Aries Spears. And suck my dick. I'm AndyComedy.com. All my social media is at the top corner, top right-hand corner of my webpage. Uh, you can go on there and follow me on anything you want to. Uh, I prefer Instagram. On Aries, Aries uh, on your new website. Yes. That looks very good, by the way. Yes. All the tour dates are on there. Yes. You can go and get even buy the tickets to the yes. shows through your tour dates. Yes. You have a fucking nice website. Yes. I want to let everybody know that because people ask me, how do I know where you're, you're going to be, Andy? Usually, 99% of the time, I'm with Aries, so I'll be on one of those shows. You can go to uh, AriesSpears.com. Yes. You can even purchase the tickets right off the website. Yes. Are we out of here? Yes. Downtown. Titties. Philly, you are awesome. <laughs>